Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. All right, welcome to the Side Action, episode seven of season six. I am Jim Weglars, a.k.a. Weggs. You can follow me at Weggspool on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and I'm Coop. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at Dalton Cooper, on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills, at Dalton Cooper. And uh, obviously we are at the Side Action Podcast, uh, coming to you live from a new location. Yeah, we are at the, uh, the what are we called, Printer's Row Studio. <laughs> uh, follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, so we're, uh, we got a little happy hour tonight at uh, Lone Wolf and West Loop, so... Dalton decided, hey, I want. we tried to do it on location. Yeah. We won't tell the full story, but let's just say Lone Wolf was not very open to outside uh, parties. Uh, they don't really want us to do our, our podcast there. They're yeah. like, there's no plugs. We're not going to turn on the music. And there's no food. You, you can't be disruptive. There's no food. So why are we doing that podcast? Why are we doing the happy hour there? Because we had fun last year. That's that's why. So anyway. We'll see. You never know. You know? So, uh, <laughs> so how was your weekend? We, you know, oh, man. Lots of stuff happened. Um, I'll, I'll start this time since yes. you were so thrown off last time. Oh, man. So Please. first of all, I went to Rivers uh, Friday afternoon. Kind of a long you know, weekend, sort of holiday weekend. Oh, yeah. If you celebrate that kind of thing, Indigenous People's Day or whatever. So I decided, I'm on a roll. I'm going to go back to Rivers. Did it again, baby. Did, did it. it again. Doubled up some money. Actually, a little more than double. Okay. Couldn't quite hit all the numbers. Missed the 12. But... Tried to call, you know, tried to get Prime out there, tried to get everybody out there, didn't didn't work, which is fine. Um, these, I win. These are turning into like the fishing stories. If you keep, exactly. you keep going and gambling by I yourself, got, I don't like it. You need to start taking pictures or like the fish was like this big, I swear to God. I got so. this Canadian girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my pen pal. <laughs> um, but on the rest of the weekend, I uh, ended up, since I felt, you know, hey, I won this money. I rolled back into town. I'm texting some friends. Text uh, Arpan, it was, it was his birthday weekend yeah. last weekend. Oh, yeah. We met him out, I met him out. I went to Pizza Lobo, got a slice, then nice. I took him to Nobody's Darling, which is a great cocktail bar in Andersonville. Lee Lee Fan came out as well. We were trying to go to other venues, but they just wouldn't wouldn't have us. No. 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 They knew you were hot, that's why. They're like, hey, this guy's red hot. We tried to go to Beauty <laughs> Bar, we got in, but it was kind of dead actually, which is weird. We went to Boss Bar, they wouldn't let in our pan with his flip-flops. Oh, yikes. So then we just had Mexican food. And then uh, Saturday night, you know, let's face it, we know what we did. EDM show, baby. <laughs> oh, man. That there was, was discussion of, of a friend named Molly. <laughs> I did not particular meet Molly myself. No. Others did. But uh, it was a great show. I really liked that spot. That's a really nice venue. Yeah, yeah, I think they, yeah, yeah, I think Caesar, uh, shout out to Salad. Uh, him and he was deciding or telling me that he uh, they opened it right as soon as COVID happened. Oh. So it is a really nice venue. There's lots of bathrooms, which I like. It's very accessible. There's a lot. There's like eight or nine bars in there, which I yeah. thought was cool. Yeah, massive. Yeah. It's a nice area. Highly recommend fun. from the Side Action Pod. And, and Bob, what was his name? Ben, ben, oh, ben Bomer. Bomer. Yeah. He was really cool. It was a really cool show and a laser light show and everything. Some of us probably enjoyed it more than others, but yeah. love we, his accent. <laughs> we had a good we had a good uh we had a good time and then I tried to go to the smart bar afterwards. I was down. My whole car was like, eh, I wanna pay on cover. I leave. I'm on my way home. I'm actually parking at home and then my esteemed my esteemed co host was like, Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at? And like, We're here, we're here and I'm like, uh and then at four in the morning he's like, Boo. Which yeah. means you're out pretty late. Good for you. Yeah, yeah I didn't go to bed till like 8 a.m. probably, give or take. So it was a you long You didn't night. quite make it to the foreshadows. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> On <laughs> that's, Sunday. That's my fault. So I take yeah. responsibility. But it was a great time and then obviously recovery. But we had bowling last night mm. too. Yeah, how's uh, it going? Tuesday night. Tuesday night we had bowling. Yeah. Uh, we were down 150 pins on total after Ooh. the first game. We came all the way back and won. Wow, yeah. oh, three. So we three, took we took five points out of seven. Oh, yeah, three, okay. yeah, three three games, and then you get a, a point for total. So That's we actually awesome. came back and won total. Uh, yeah, the boys are hot. We're uh, nineteen and two in our last twenty one. So yeah, mm, mm. the fellows are hot. So what was the team uh, name again? Uh, we are we rolling balls yet? Are we rolling balls? Yeah, yet? Are we rolling balls yet? So really? we are. We're making our charge to the top. So nice. I got it. Well, we got to have some updates. <laughs> the shockers are not playing this year. I used to always get the shocker update, but. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's let's go to you know your favorite segments here. Let's start off with who we take into the shed. I guess I should probably let you go first since you got seventeen. No, go ahead because uh, we both had to, you had you had my first pick. You took one A this yeah, week. Yeah, let's talk about Mario Cristobal. <laughs> he's the he's the head coach of Miami Hurricanes. He used to be with Oregon, didn't he before? Yes. He's kind of known for bad situational football, okay. and in this case, I believe it was thirty-two seconds to go in the game. 
Could have just taken a knee, ended the game, maybe two knees, the game's over. Instead, he starts to run the ball. Running back fumbles, turnover, Georgia Tech gets the ball, two chucks, touchdown, <laughs> game winner. So they lose outright, which is unbelievable. So, Mario Cristobal, you are taken to the shed, sir. Oh, man. Just, there was so many good memes. Did you see the, the player on the bench that like was mouthing, what the F are we doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. Apparently, two or three different coaches went up to him and said, we should probably take a knee. And he's just, I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah. Like, I think he did that uh, when he was coaching at Oregon. Stanford, I believe, was the game. They reminisced. Solomon yeah. Thomas. You yeah. can see it. They play it on bad beats all the time. And then the guys run into the house. And it's, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Oh, man. That was a great little relive that I got to go down the rabbit hole this week. So um, the first person we're going to take to the shed this week is, I don't know if you saw when Tyreek Hill scored. I know you probably saw Jamar Chase, which we'll get to in a second, yeah. but Tyree Kill scored a touchdown. He tried to give the ball to his mom in the stands. There was a guy that took the ball. No. Yeah, and then there was, if you watch the video, Tyree Kill's mom and a bunch of other people start yelling at this guy until he eventually gives the ball to Tyree Kill's mom. So As they should. We're taking that man. Yeah, to, whoever that guy. We're was. taking was he that man. Tyree Kill jersey at least. No, he was not. He was wearing just a generic. I don't even know. It looked like an old Walmart jersey. What so yeah. So uh, and we'll actually I'm gonna save my next couple sheds for when we talk about baseball because uh, there was. There was some baseball that happened we'll talk about. But uh, the London series. The oh, reason okay. I'm taking the London series to the shed is uh, an unnamed player called uh, <laughs> called it a carpeted parking lot that they're playing on. Oh. And if you go on Twitter and look, it, they literally have a concrete floor and just lay out kind of the turf on it. Yeah. So I can only imagine that's got to so be so much play, fun. How can they play on. football, soccer on that thing? Uh, I'm assuming that's the same substance. I mean, I've sure heard that everybody was slipping trip. around. and I mean, people, some people got hurt, actually, out there. I'm sure it doesn't... Uh, I'm sure they're not as physical. They're not like diving on the ground maybe when they're playing no. football, if they, you will. They, they dive, but it's a fake dive. <laughs> it's like a, ugh, like a flop, you know? Um, we have two more. We're taking yeah. Paris to the shed. I don't know if you've seen the what's... The city? Yes. I don't okay. know if you've seen what's going on in Paris right now. No. Uh, they have a bed bug infestation. Well, They're literally, uh, quote, um, no one is safe. That's what some of the, uh, the, the city of Paris had laid out. They had okay. Fashion Week this week as well. So, Ooh, bad. Yeah. Uh, make sure you check your... Uh, your heebie-jeebies at night. I don't know yeah, about you, but you wear, oh, I, um, I mean, unfortunately, I've had <laughs> bed bugs in an apartment before. So. Oh God, yes. Yeah. So cross your fingers. And then the last, uh, we, this got added a couple hours ago. We're taking okay. Lone Wolf Tavern to the shed. Oh yeah. Well, uh, and quote doesn't play loud sports games uh, or or anything on the television of any kind at that bar. So Holy we're putting music. we're putting uh, any bar that doesn't play the football game over the sound system to the shed. Yeah, so, exactly. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, who picked this bar? Right. Let's take that guy to the shed. <laughs> Well, let's flip it to the dub club to make it positive, at least. Uh, I went with Fred Warner of the 49ers. It could have been any 49er, yeah, no including problem. Kyle Shanahan, who had a great game plan. You know, we talked about it last week. Obviously, I was on the wrong side with the Cowboys. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this dude is balling. I mean, both linebackers yeah. is, are awesome. Um, so Fred Warner had, like, two huge plays. I mean, early with the strips at, yeah. or strip fumble, which really helped them out and get, get on top. And... He's just a baller, man. The guy is everywhere. He's a great guy, and he's he's kind of the heart and soul of that defense. Hopefully, you know, he stays healthy. We've seen a lot of these teams lose their guy. Yeah. But Fred Warner, you definitely are in the dub club. For me, for me. I mean, yeah. club, dub, club dub, I only let, like, one in a week. You've got, yeah. like, the whole entourage. So well, what do you add to the entourage? Well, we're trying to keep the club open. You know, we got okay. to have patrons in the club to keep the club afloat. Um, <laughs> the first person we're putting in club dub this week is Jamar Chase. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, he had three, or three touchdowns against the Cardinals. Yeah. He had 15 catches, which is a Bengals franchise record. Unbelievable. Um, nice little next-gen stat for you. I forgot okay. this from the stats department. 14 of his 15 catches either went for a first down or a touchdown. Mm, so that's bad. pretty good. Uh, the next person we're going to add Aiden Hutchinson to club dub. Yeah, guy's good. Um, so he's had four uh, interceptions as a defensive lineman in 27 games, which is Two actually years, the most, yeah. uh, which is the most in NFL history for a lineman in the last 75 years. That's so awesome. that's pretty cool. Um, we're putting the Arizona Diamondbacks in club dub. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll save yeah. a little bit more for baseball here in just a second. Yeah, they're good. Um, I don't know if you saw last night, but Brock Besser scored four goals for the Vancouver Canucks. Four goals, huh? Yeah. What do so, they call it? I mean, obviously the hat trick is three. What's the four? I'm just calling it the hat trick plus one. So yeah, I, well, I'll have to check on the Canadians. We'll come back the next week for I'll bring okay. a term. We call it like a Canadian hat trick. It's called a ham bone in bowling. If you get four strikes in a row. So Canadian maybe hand, we'll do a the Canadian ham bone. Ham bone trick. Okay. <laughs> 
Like Louis will work on that, but he's the third Canuck ever to uh, ever reach four goals in the game, so that's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, another person we're putting. I don't know if you saw that Bryce home, uh, Harper home run last night, oh the first God. one. The two guys that were on top. Did you see the two guys on on top of the stadium though? <laughs> oh my God! So if you haven't seen this video yet, go out and check this out on social media. But yeah. when Bryce Harper hits a two-run home run, you can clearly see there's two guys standing on top of the roof right here. Oh, man. Just wait till it's right there. Oh, yeah, I see him up So there. if you guys haven't seen that video on social media, go check that out. It's pretty wild They to were see. waiting for it. Like, and he was great. And they were saying, yeah, I heard on the, you know, the VEASAN stuff that I listened to, you know, everybody talks about LeBron. Of course, it was great. Yeah. And the king and the king and all that. But the bottom line is he was touted at like 16 years old as the best baseball player ever. Yeah. And he's pretty much delivered. Yeah. I he's mean, got great hair, too. So let's, we'll see what happens. I mean, the Phillies are red hot, too. Maybe it's a... Well, Houston's playing good too. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and then the last one we're just going to add. I I noticed on the way here, but David and Joku released his um, mm. pictures of his burns that he went through. Uh, I don't know if you saw him last week walking into pregame. He wore like a I want to say a saw mask or a what Texas the hell chainsaw. How did he get burned? Um, it was something I think a kid. Uh, Cooking accident at home, I think, but he had uh, like first degree burns on his face, so he released his pictures. They're pretty gnarly. Oh, see, I'm sure he's getting scars. ready for Halloween. So, but he played last week with those scars, and it, it's a uh, check well, him was, out on Twitter. It was, on, it was a bye week. This yeah. week he's playing. Maybe okay, it was a week before. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Yeah, it was previous week. So, but he actually released the pictures today, so that oh. was kind of cool. So he's in Club Dub. All Real right. football guy. Really football guy. Well, let's talk about the headline matchups. You have obviously Oregon at Washington, the big Pac-12. You know, oh, yeah. the end of the pack over there. That's going to be a great game. You got two good quarterbacks in that one. Miami at North Carolina. That's that should be a good game. Cristobal, you know, <laughs> good luck to you. And you got another Pac-12, UCLA and your Oregon State uh, of the Beavers. Yeah, the Beaver Nation. Yeah, Beaver we love Nation. Beavers. I, we do. We shout out the Beaver Nation. So, we yeah, love we, Beavers. That's going to be a really good color matchup too. The orange and black with the baby blue and gold. I think it's going to be a great color combo. But uh, but yeah, we did go two and zero again last week. I Jesus, did remind you at guy. the EDM oh, of course concert. You did. I don't know if you remember. I remember. Uh, I'm but surprised was, you remembered. Uh, oh yeah, it was a great time. Uh, but we are eleven and one to start the year. Still, yep. shout out to uh, Iowa for our one blemish. So yeah, yeah. Um, this week we're riding with Duke at minus okay. three and a half. They're going. Okay. Uh, they're playing NC State at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think NC State is coming off an overtime loss, if I remember correctly. Uh, it just it looks like a hammer spot for Duke. Um, and then I'm gonna take the prime time game. I'm gonna take Washington. Okay. Um, just well be happy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think Penix is gonna have a good day. Oregon's a really good team, mm-hmm. uh, and they have. To, I think they're gonna have to stumble at some point. And I think this is gonna be to go on the road to Husky Stadium. It, that place is gonna be rocking. And Washington's got they one of their top receivers is returning yeah. in this game. They have a really good receiving core for Penix, and then we'll see how Bo Nix does on the road in a rowdy crowd. Yeah. Because it's you know. Played in the rowdy crowd. They, they've they got three. They've got three NFL wide receivers mm-hmm. on Washington for no sure. So yeah, yeah. Bo Nix on the road. I mean, not Washington's them. a sneaky. They win this one. They're a sneaky pick to go to the. Gonna go to the playoffs. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so let's go into your October update. This is the baseball update. Yes, we're going to talk about NFL in a minute here. <laughs> um, so here we go. Obviously, you've already mentioned it. I mentioned it. The Rangers did sweep. Sorry, Twins. At least they won a game in the playoffs for once. No, the right? Rangers swept the Orioles. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm slipping to Astros. My yeah. bad. Yeah, okay. They, yeah, the Orioles. The Orioles, you know, it's tough, man. They're young. They won, well, they won like so many games, right? But, you know, my bad. The Astros beat the Twins, and they did get a game in this one. They did. So that's all set up, but we still have life. I mean, the Braves still have life despite the 10-2 to beating <laughs> yeah. last night. And that then you're... game two, though, that was a great game. Did you see that home run the bottom of the eighth by Austin Riley? I was mm-hmm. making dinner. Oh, man, it was just... Bomber, huh? Oh, man, it was just goosebumps. Yeah. Kind of like a free swing or swing. Right. <laughs> um, and then uh, Dodgers-Diamondbacks. It looks like... I mean, the Diamondbacks are up. They're up in this one. We'll see what happens. No, it's over. They swept oh, it's over? They swept? Night. Okay. Yeah, they swept yeah. last night. The Dodgers, they uh, yeah, a couple stats real quick, by the way. They've had, three six, straight, huh? they've had three straight 100-win seasons, and they have yet to win a postseason series. It's Kershaw, man. He can't pitch in the, in the, in the postseason yeah. for some he reason. Was, he was also in the shed because his uh, his overall record in the playoffs is 13-13 and with a 4.49 ERA, as opposed yeah. to him during a regular season. He's 210-92. and 92 I don't understand how that happens. He must just ERA. get rattled. He must just, just get rattled. I think he tries too hard. Yeah, but, tries uh, too hard. There is also a $114 million difference in payroll between the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. So, but the, yeah, the D-backs are back in uh, the NLCS for the first time since 2007. A lot of people feel that the, so, the, even though the D-backs might have beat them, but you know snakes. the Braves should have probably matched up with them. You know, there's no reseeding in, in baseball. You no. do that. It's kind of weird, actually. Why wouldn't you? Right. But, um, but yeah, so we'll see if, if the Braves can come back. They probably can't. That Phillies-Diamondbacks matchup is going to be really fun. Yeah. 
You think? And then no. the Astros, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for the Rangers. I don't think they've ever won, right? They ever won a World Series? Mm, no, because I think they, uh, yeah, because they, they lost the Cardinals was that last time when yeah. David Fries. That yeah. was, yeah, no, yeah. I don't think so they, they won. They one. got a chance, but I do like the Phillies overall in that one. Have you bought any future tickets then? Yeah, so we had, uh, we took the Braves, or excuse me, we took the Phillies future before the Braves and Phillies started at plus okay. 800. So oh, that's good. We got a pretty good number. And then we hedged it with the Braves winning the series after the, okay. after the game one loss. I took them because I'm like, it's the Braves. You're never getting them plus money yeah. ever again. So right. Right. we went ahead and took it. So we hedged. I hate it. Yeah. I can't live with myself. Did I tell you about the craps thing? I'll, I'll go back to the craps story. <laughs> I did hedge at one point because I had gotten, I forgot to mention, I got the fire bet this time. Oh, nice. Which means I got four different points on the same roll. I was on my fifth point, which was the, the 10, and I didn't have the 10. The guy next to me is like, you got to hedge the 10. I'm like, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. you got to lay the 10. you got to lay the 10. I'm like, well, if I lay the 10, then that means if I hit it, then I lose the money. He's like, yeah, but you want guaranteed money? I'm like, yes, I do. He told me to do 400. Yeah. Because if I lay four, then I win 200 back, which okay. keeps me 600 if I crap out. Right. I was like, I'm going to do conservative. 200, guess what? I crapped out. But I'd also, I don't know if I told you this story, never put your hands, once the dice are out, get your hands out of the goddamn pit. Yeah. Drunk mother. Some guy. Had, yeah. Two hands in the pit. Two <sighs> hands. As I'm throwing the dice, I'm like, almost hits his hand, bounces up, he pulls it away. There's the seven. I had like 35 rolls, and I makes me crap out. But anyway, but I laid the 10. So I, I hedge sometimes. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to something real here. Yeah, to the real <laughs> podcast, sorry. All right, uh, NFL Week 5 recap. This is how it's going this every week. 7-7 yeah. seven and seven home and road, 7-7 seven and seven with the dogs, but the totals, unders, 8-6, and six, slight advantage. Zero games matter with the spread. What does that mean? Just to recap. If a team won but didn't cover the spread, that would fall into this category. It only happens like 13, 14% in a year. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so it's been really low this year. You just got to pick the side. Pick the side to win, including the dogs. Uh, okay, so let's recap some of our picks. You know, side action did 3-2. and two. We came out of the gates. We're like, oh, man, we're going to kill it. 3-0, and oh, we're doing great. Uh, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? Thank you, Arizona, and thank you, Cowboys. But we'll take 3-2. and two. We, we actually moved up in the standings a little bit to like 1,400th right. place. But... Top dog, 21-4. and four. That is 84%, sir. He's picking them right. Oh He's picking the team. Oh, my God. That guy's killing it. Or she. I think it's a he. But, you know, could be could be getting picks from somebody. And then the top 100 is 17-7-1. That's 17.5%, that's right? So, as a general rule, if we get to 64 65%, then you're going to cash. The 70 guys will come down over time. The top dogs usually, they cap out about 80. Like, about 75 to 80% is usually when they win. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. So. Gotcha. Well, like I said, we started off hot. Pittsburgh plus the four. They took care of business. Why do they take care of business? Because the Ravens can't catch the football. But I don't care. It cashes money. Tomlin is six. He's won six out of seven against the Ravens lately. And it's like the dog covers and wins like in every single game between the Ravens and, and Pittsburgh. So thank you, Mike Tomlin. Kenny Pickett sucked. I was asking for him to be pulled in the first half. He finally hit Pickens on the big you know, game sealer to win 17 to 10 in this one. I, I figured you were getting really rowdy when they got that block punt safety. That's oh, what I was like, oh, that was your cover number. That was like, oh, man. That was the key. That, so <laughs> that was the ugliest second half I've ever seen. I actually caught the second half of this game, and it was just – the Ravens didn't – the Ravens just lost that game. I don't think Pittsburgh even won that game, to be honest. They For just sure. literally gave it to them, and it's just – Heartbreaking, every eyelash. Yeah, I mean the defense. The defense played decent for the Ravens. It's just the offense. I don't know what happened. They after they dropped balls. I mean the Steelers probably play a little better D in the second half, but the Ravens could be five and zero right now. Mm -hmm. they, I mean realistically, they probably should be. And it's yeah. just, but it's, it's got to be maddening for uh, for Hardball on the gang. <laughs> That's so right. We're gonna see them how they play against Tennessee this week. You'll like this because I flipped sides on this one because I know oh. you like Philly. Oh yeah, Philly minus four. All the all the experts were saying you know take Philly, take Philly. <laughs> it was one of these situations though. The back door was wide open though. You know we like the back doors. We talked about in this podcast. Um, so like they were a consensus pick, you know. And for us, like I like to stay away from our Rams were consensus pick, and we got kind of got lucky to flip. So they kind of clawed their way to this one. They're five and zero now. They won twenty three fourteen, and they were able to stop. You know, the Rams on their final possession, I'm like, oh, great, they're going to go and score this <laughs> touchdown and we're going to get screwed and go for two and blah, blah, blah. But 
they did cover the four points, winning 23-14. Yeah, the surprising thing to me was how well the Rams' defense played, honestly. It kept them in the game. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, you didn't know what you were going to get, how well that Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford would I mean, would he had five you. catches on the first yeah, drive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He came right out like they never missed a beat. So mm-hmm. their breakfast... Uh, their breakfast meetings have been going really well this week. So that's right. Uh, they have a podcast too. Yeah, they do. Look for them. I mean, I think moving forward, the Rams could. I think they could get hot. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they could definitely spoil some seasons for somebody yeah, else. I agree. And then uh, we got the Jets. You know, this was another weird game. Jets were two point dogs on the road uh, at Denver. Denver, of course, is a train wreck, but they were winning early in this game, as they've done most of the season. That Denver's been leading, and then they blow it late. Uh, Brees Hall had a huge game. Big, big, huge run in the second half to bust this thing kind of wide open. I mean, Wilson didn't look great, but he played decent, and the defense really turned on the second half. And they won going away 31-21, basically, because they had a pick six at the end of the game to, yeah, to nice make that happen. Or that was scoop and score yeah, yeah. fumble. Yeah, so yeah. we'll take it. And then uh, Aris, Nathaniel Bull. Yeah, then Nathaniel Bull. Well, and you heard about it. Oh, yeah. We should have put him in the dub. I, I, I can't quite put him in the dub club. He was so bad last year, but... <laughs> But they said that was for Coach Hackett, who's the you know offensive coordinator for the Jets now. <laughs> so then we've got the Cardinals against the Bengals. This one did not work out in our favor. It was one of those games, though. I just felt that the Cardinals kind of gave it up. I mean, they were right in the game, and Dobbs threw a pick six at the end of the half, and then he had you know three terrible turnovers in this game, all leading to scores for Cincinnati. They ended up winning easily. I mean, Cincinnati thirty-four to twenty, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, Chase had a had a big game, but. I'm not sure if Cincinnati's back all the way. We'll see this week. They got a tough game against Seattle. No, I think from this game, I think it was over from the jump. First time all year the Bengals have gotten a three-and-out stop and then actually taken the ball and went and scored that touchdown. That's the first first-half touchdown they've scored all season. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Jamar Chase right back in the form. It's going to be interesting what they do without T. Higgins. Looks like yeah. Trent Irwin and company, they filled in pretty well. I think he had six or seven catches. Um, they still can't run the football yet, which is a little – I don't, don't want to yeah. say it's scary, but – uh, Joe finally looked healthy. I mean, our, our Super Bowl pick finally looked like our Super Bowl pick. Well, so did I tell you? We'll see. I was listening to VSIN on, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, <laughs> and I heard uh, you double dip. that I did. I heard that Circa was a little slow to adjust the line. So when I bought mm-hmm. it in the summer, it was 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Right. Okay? They were down to 40 to 1 in, in Vegas. So all these guys in the thing were like, they got like a free roll or something, some contest they got. So they ended up buying in at 40 to 1. And I looked at Circa's. Here in Illinois now, as I mentioned nice. last week, I got on my app, put in my first deposit, put it in thirty-five to one. Got thirty-five to one for them. So, okay. thank you for keeping it up because they're on Rivers, for example, is twenty-eight to one. So it's it's going to come down, down as we go, yeah. you know. So, uh, next one, Dallas. We kind of talked about that demolition crew uh, of the <laughs> 49ers winning forty-two to ten. Brock Purdy, okay, yeah, okay. I'm still not all Brock Purdy. I'm not going to dog him as much as I did before, but. George Kittle hit him wide open three times in that game. And Mike McCarthy, I mean, did you hear this story? He has not left the facility in 48 hours. He's just been living at Jerry Dome trying to figure out why they got their ass kicked. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if you listened to the preseason podcast, but I, I could have told you that one was coming. And you know what the sad part is? That I knew they were doomed when they go to Mike McCarthy live live before halftime, and it's like, yeah, we just need to run the ball more. That's that's why we're getting our, our butts handed to us right now. It's just because we're, we're abandoning the run, we're not running the football enough. So, yeah, yeah he's obviously clueless. Hopefully he finds his mind in that 48 hours and that's in there because they got to – they got a sneaky spot this week against the Chargers. So yeah, I, I, okay. It, it could go south in a hurry in Jerry's Okay, world, okay. Well, they're going to be in, they're going to be at LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still going to go south in Jerry's okay. world. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure if your record's correct. I didn't want to state it out loud unless that's incorrect. Is oh no, correct? we're I think we're two games under 500. Okay, yeah. two games under 500. I think so we're nine eleven. Nine eleven and one. Okay, gotcha. 9-11-1 uh, for Beaver Nation. Uh, we'll, we'll get you back on the right yeah, track. Yeah, that's all right. I'll, I live and die on my college football hill. <laughs> yeah, well, that's you're doing great. I mean, on that. So you have to see, I don't know if you took the uh, Carolina in this one. That was just not enough uh, yeah. to keep up with the mighty the mighty Lions who are playing, you know, yeah. balls out right now. Montgomery still continues to dominate. They won 42-24. Uh, Goff had three more TD passes. You know, two to, to my guy, you know, the tight end. Oh, Sam Laporta. Yeah, Sam Laporta is my yeah. guy, Sammy. Cheap tight end, right? Shout out to Sam Laporta. Now, this one was a tough beat. Uh, Houston was playing at Atlanta. It was really the right side the whole game. Atlanta, oh, yeah, I mean, they go down. So, 
You even texted like me. You twelve and you, seven. I thought we won. You broke the home. You did I the you we broke won. the drum one rule. You can't say I anything know. before the game I, is I, over. My mistake. Also, shout out to Jared Goff, still uh, the best quarterback all time against the spread. There he is. He keeps covering. Yeah. So anyway, all game he used to just kick and field goals, which is always a death blow to your team. But they're up twelve to seven. But of course, then they go down because the other team scores a touchdown. Atlanta, and then Stroud didn't play good all game. Takes him down. Go ahead, field goal, but or go ahead, touchdown. Yeah. And then what happens? Damn it! They got they gave up like two big plays right away. One to Drake London, who barely caught the ball, yeah. and Young Way Koo kicks the field goal to to win twenty one nineteen. If you got two and a half, which was the closing number, you would have covered. That's kind of where I got my number. Yeah. We have one and a half. It's a loser. Sorry, America. I'm still Team Houston. Yeah, no, that was that was a tough, tough pill to swallow. And that, I mean, that's going to be a huge game, I think, going forward for the Falcons and their playoff hopes. So I think that could, and that win game, totals. That yeah. game could be the difference between them making the playoffs and not winning, you know, not making the playoffs. In my opinion, so that's I, right. That's but yeah, it was a tough beat. I thought Houston was the side the whole way. I know it's like you're never going to take another dog in, in your life. You <laughs> dog will lose. <laughs> All right. So the last one was Kansas City. I didn't end up taking it. Got talked off of it, but they ended up covering the number. It actually moved all the way down to three and a half in this game, which I always thought was funny. Again, the back door was wide open in this one. They could have come back. And Justin Jefferson injury, who's on an IR, a little preview here. He's moving to IR with his knee, or I thought it was a hamstring. I'm going to put it in wrong. He's a hamstring guy. Um, you know, they couldn't quite get it done. Travis Kelsey, yeah, sure. He got knocked out of the game but came back. He's a warrior, but, you know. <laughs> What's her name? Wasn't even there. No, Taylor. She wasn't shaking. Wow. Off. What's her name? Wow. That's all the Swifties are going to come after you. Just so Swifties know. Swiftie, what? Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about some NFL season uh, week six here. Somebody's losing losing their job here. <laughs> uh, previews. I've got a lot of continued injuries for the Bills. Man, they're great linebacker Matt Milano's out for the year, broken leg. Um, they actually lost another defensive lineman. Um, his name. Daquan Jones, I think. Yeah. His bicep is, I don't know if he's going to make it out for the year or not, but he's he's got a torn bicep, so he's probably going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, so that's big for them. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Vikings, we talked about Justin Jefferson, so those other receivers are going to have to step up. Or they could just sell the farm. They could get yeah, rid of right. Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah, tank for Caleb Williams. I mean, I think it would be pretty gnarly to have Jefferson and, you know, uh, well, what's it, the... Head coach's name. He's out of the Sean McVay tree. Um, Sean O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell. I think him and Caleb Williams, he's a good offensive mind. I think that'd be a really – they should start really considering. Here's the thing, though. Justin Jefferson doesn't have a long-term deal yet. You gotta ink that dude. Well, Quick. and that's the other part of it too. If you get a rookie quarterback on a rookie mm-hmm. deal, you can sign Justin Jefferson for a couple, five, you know, four or five year extension. There you, you don't go. Have to worry about it. There you go. How about one of my quarterbacks on fantasy, Anthony Richardson? <laughs> Unfortunately, shoulder injury. He's on IR too, which you know he wasn't when I wrote this. Just out for the game. Yeah. He's on IR, so at least four weeks out. Look, I love the way he plays, and yeah, he's a beast. But nobody can keep up that punishment, and hopefully, he kind of learns to. Not just go right into the dudes, because that's what's <laughs> happening right now. Um, Minshew's in. We'll talk about that, too. Travis Kelsey, is he playing tonight? Did we he's, still, it's, he's still listed as questionable. Everything okay. that I'm reading says that he's leaning toward playing. So okay. on this okay. podcast with his brother, everything, everything pointed toward him playing. So yeah, He wants to play through it. I mean, I'm a little worried about that as the season goes on. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown missed the game. Is he going to play this week? Do we know? Uh, he was still listed as questionable, as I saw. Obviously, it didn't matter this week. Uh, they're going to play Tampa, your tough Tampa defense down there. We'll see about that. Yeah. And the last one is Deshaun Watson. It does not appear that he's going to play. Now, granted, he may play, but that line has shot way up yeah. in that game, and it, it's indicative that he probably won't play. I mean, I thought he was almost going to play two weeks ago, and he had a bye week. What happened? I th- I think they were saying it was a rotator cuff issue mm. and uh, something with discomfort, and it's like a, a day-to-day. So they normally go two to six weeks on these, and we're on week three, so we'll see. I don't know. Well, good, good luck. Good luck to you guys. Massages, yeah, this, you know, to help that or not. <laughs> this time they're going to start P.J. Walker if they start him, not the, not the rookie this time. Oh, really? Okay. That's what I heard anyway. All right, so let's go into the lineups with this tonight, which we will not be able to listen at the bar. I'm going to have to go to a second bar to watch this. Uh, Denver at Kansas City. Uh, this this game opened a little bit bigger, but now it's 10.5 for Kansas City at home, 46.5 point total. The total is way down. You mentioned some win. We'll talk about that throughout this, this segment. 
a lot of wind out there. This total was over 50 uh, when it opened and has come down steadily probably because of that wind. Yeah, I think it's 20 mile an hour winds, probably just a little bit of hail and, and rain in the forecast too. So I think you're going to take the Chiefs if you take a side. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a lot of points to give up, but you could definitely see this seems like a get right spot for Kansas City. Again, they've kind of struggled the last two weeks. Um, you know, against the Vikings and the Jets. So, if anything, this, this might be the, the get-right game for them. They've still ran the ball pretty well, and obviously uh, that's what you could do against Denver. You just turn around and hand it off if you just, you know, look at Miami's game tape against Denver. So Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is Kansas City's beaten them, I think it's eight straight times, but they have covered the spread quite a few times against them. I just don't know if this is the squad to do it. So, this was actually one of my picks originally. I just, when this total went way down, I didn't really, ten and a half's a lot of points. So, Great teaser spot, tease it down to three and a half, which isn't a great number, but still, and tease it up to, you know, whatever that is, 52 and a half and go under if you want to do this one game teaser, because I do think Kansas City is going to win this football game. Yeah, and it's uh, the percentage of precipitation just goes up as we go throughout the night, so there you we'll go. see. We're going back to London. I know you don't like it over there. Those limeys are going to be mad at you. <laughs> um, you've got the Ravens going against Tennessee this time. Uh, Baltimore is up to a four-point favorite in this neutral site, uh, 41.5 point total. Here's what I'm going to say. Numbers-wise, these teams are pretty equal, and actually, you know, Tennessee might be a little bit better in my numbers, but I heard that Baltimore went over on Monday. Like, they yeah. flew out on Monday, and Tennessee is going to do what the Bills did and fly out on Friday. No, they're supposed to be leaving today. Is oh, they're leaving today? They're yeah. leaving a little earlier? Yeah. I still think it's too much. I'm still sticking to the Baltimore side. I like Baltimore minus four in the game. And maybe, you know, maybe Tennessee is going to do what they do. I mean, Rabel, Rabel, four points, give me a break. Don't, get, don't go against the Rabel. But, um, <laughs> yeah, as you said, that's your guy. He is my guy. He's my guy. But I think that this is, this is a bad spot for them, and I don't like that they're not going over early enough. Now, granted, the money is about split on this one, so I'm probably on the wrong side, and National will tell me to shut up. But <laughs> I'm on Ravens minus four. No, I'm with you because uh, I think the difference in this game is that Lamar Jackson will finally, I think, start to run a little bit more. The mm -hmm. Tennessee secondary and linebackers aren't the greatest. Obviously, they, they rely on pressure from their front four, um, and I think that'll allow Lamar to kind of be more elusive, get out of the pocket a little more, beat him a little more with his legs. So I, I would take the, the Baltimore side here. I would even take the over. I, I look for them to really mm -hmm. get right here. They've played some, a couple some bad games defenses. back to back. Yeah, well, then they've played some bad games back to back. And just, I think Harbaugh is going to have to get the ship right. They're going to have to keep winning to stay in the AFC North race just because everybody seems to be getting hot at the, you know, Pittsburgh's lucking their way into winning games. And, and the Bengals are coming uh, out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually, I think the Ravens have won two division games on the road this year so mm -hmm. far. So that's a big leg up in the division as well. So I think that's going to give them the advantage as well. Moving that's forward. true. How about this one? Can I interest you in a Washington at, at Falcons? <laughs> Spice is not Thursday night game, to be honest. Yeah, this would be a perfect Thursday night. Well, Washington was on last week. You can't oh, have everybody fair. on Thursday. That's fair. So Atlanta's a two-and-a-half point favorite at home, 42-and-a-half point total. Look, all the experts love Atlanta. I actually really like them. I like them preseason, but I still am not sold on Ritter. He did have his best game as a pro, and they're better at home, which I know you've said that in the past. So I could maybe get on their side, but I'm going to stay away. Washington, you know, they lost to the Bears. It didn't look good. They've got to bounce back. They, they can't play that bad again. So I'm just probably going to stay away from this squad, this, this game altogether. Yeah, that number at, at, at two and a half, I'd go, or yeah, at two and a half, I'd go Washington. Or excuse okay. me, I'd go Atlanta. Atlanta. If it were up to three, I would take the I would take Washington. I mm -hmm. think this is this should be a pick -em in my mind. Just oh, because yeah. the, so if, I mean. And it opened as a pick -em. Yeah, That's why I was a little surprised <laughs> Money's coming in on Atlanta. I guess the only the only reason I can maybe see this is just because the run game could neutralize the defensive line, maybe. But I, it just it's tough to say. Sam Howe has played really well against bad defenses. Not saying yeah. Atlanta's defense is like middle of the road. I think they're seventeenth overall, so right. it's not like they're they're terrible. But um, I like the over in this game. I think the okay. forty two and a half is is a little low. I think I I see it more as a forty five or forty six, probably mm -hmm. like a twenty you know twenty. Washington's been in game. some some high scoring games besides week one. I mean they were really. They put up some points. You know, like yeah. Denver and Bears game was crazy, too, of course. All right, well, let's talk about it, those Bears. <laughs> uh, the Vikings are coming to the Bears. They're a three-point dog at home, 43.5-point total. Now, the Bears and, my, and, and Vikings in general are over teams. The, the Kansas City game didn't go over. That's more because of the Kansas City defense. Well, Justin Jefferson got hurt, I think, is probably the biggest reason why. He did, but I, I like over. I know it's supposed to be windy, but I don't know. 43.5 sounds a little low for me. Look, if I had to put pick a team, I'd probably pick the Bears. I know it sounds crazy to most people, but I am not just being a homer. 
I think Minnesota's kind of losing their, their edge here. They've lost a lot of one-score games. They maybe they'll win the game. Three is obviously a, a you know, it's like that's a push number, to be honest with you. But I'll take the home team plus the three. Yeah, I love the Bears this week. It's my what? favorite pick of the a week. Dog? Yes, it's my favorite pick of the week this Holy week. Holy cow. Okay, uh, pick of the week. I'm f- you, didn't, you didn't fill that in on the No, moment. I'm full on the <laughs> – busy with work. But, no, I'm in full on, full on tank mode for Minnesota. I think it's a very under – I don't think they're going public, and I think mm-hmm. Jefferson going on IR is a, is a very telling – Indicative. T- yeah, very telling sign um, that they're – I think they're full tank. So I, I would take Chicago here. Um, I think the only big money line, I, yeah, even sprinkle it in there. You, I would even tease it to give points back. Okay. Um, obviously, they're down on running backs, which is a little tough. I think uh, Don, uh, Devonta Foreman is going to be their number one yeah, running Dante back. Dante Foreman. He's Dante good. Dante Foreman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, he's good. He he was the bell cow for uh, Carolina last he year. He played so, great last year. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see a heavy dose of him. It's going to be interesting what kind of defense Brian Flores plays against Justin Fields. Cause, will he blitz him? Yeah, or will he play coverage? <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, I like the Bears this week. I think they've okay. got some momentum. I think Minnesota is thinking more. About the future, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, could I, be could be Kirk Cousins' last game. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the trade deadline's only in a couple more weeks. Yeah, but there's no one's really. I was watching. Was Diana Rossini was talking about? No, they they, they <laughs> like their guy. That's what everybody's telling them. But I don't know, man. It's tough. Oh, with the weather too, it's supposed to be um, in the fifties. You have a fifty-five percent chance of rain and eighteen mile an hour winds in Chicago. So sounds like a lovely day to play some volleyball. And that, and that it sounds like a, a good day to bet the Justin Fields uh, rushing props. Yep, yeah, he'll be running for sure. All right, so this one is Seattle at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati is a three-point favorite, 44.5 point total. Again, look at this. These totals have come down a little bit from, from the opener uh, because of the wind. Cincinnati, wow. Look, Seattle is the better team on paper from my metrics. It's only five weeks. I'm not going against Joe Burrow anymore. I'm not doing it. Not for the rest of the year, but, you know, at this game at home, three points. If it was three and a half, four, sure, I'd probably, probably lay it with the – you know, with the dog here. Seattle is coming off the bye and yeah. they've played well, but I think that they've been a little bit their defensive their offensive linemen have been a little masked. They have two injuries for the offensive tackles and I definitely would go with the uh, Bengals here. Not necessarily my pick of the week or anything, but I would I would lay the points. Yeah, this is, might be prison of the moment too, because the last thing we saw was the Seahawks beating the Giants to death on Monday well, night, and it's like, oh sure. man, they're amazing. So, <laughs> and, you know, the, you play the Giants, it makes anybody look good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm with you here though. I like Cincinnati at home. I feel like this is another this is another like must win situation for the Bengals. Um, they like putting themselves against the wall. Now that September's over too, it feels like they always play better starting they're like they're out now. of preseason. Yeah, so I, I like Cincinnati. I think this is the week they're going to have to go out and establish the run. If Got they go out ball. and do that this this week, I think it's that's a good sign for your thirty-five to one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the jungle's going to be rocking. It's supposed to be uh, in the mid fifties. We're going to have you know thirteen to fifteen mile an hour winds. So. I don't think it's going to affect it too much, but I think Trey Hendrickson's going to be the difference in yeah, this game. I think he's going to get a sack at the end, you know, coming down the stretch, but I see it like 27-23, something like that. Okay, score uh, prediction. Yeah, I like it. 27-23, that's 40, that's an under. Yeah. Just saying. All right, so San Francisco at Cleveland. Uh, this was, I was really excited about this game. I'm like, it's okay. It's 50. What's that? 27-23 is 50. Oh, oh my bad. So that's an over. My bad. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Can't add. I only do that for a living. <laughs> Uh, 24, so San Francisco Cleveland. I was really excited about this game because Cleveland's defense. You yeah. talked about them. The defensive line's incredible. And maybe they will have trouble in this one, but they they opened up as like a four and a half point favorite. Now it's up to eight and a half for San Francisco on the road. 37 and a half point total. Watson looks like he's going to be out. That, wind, that total has crashed because Watson's out and the wind. It's such value to the dog here, though. I, I can't lay the number, uh, especially eight and a half. No way. If you got the four and a half for the week, good for you. But I can only take Cleveland in this spot, eight and a half points with that defense. In fact, I might still do it. Um, not as not as a well, maybe action will love it as a contest pick, but everybody's gonna be, oh, San Francisco, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they play it so good. But this defense, I think the defensive line is legit for Cleveland, unlike Dallas, unfortunately. Yeah, those, this definitely looks like an under spot for sure. Yeah. I mean, even though it's 37 and a half, it's, I still feel like you're going to have a hard time. Though, I guess Trent Williams is the best solution for Miles Garrett, but sure. they've shown that they can move him around they move quite him around. a bit. Oh, yeah. uh, also, Browns stat of the week, the Browns have allowed zero net rushing yards before contact this season. Okay. Courtesy of pro football focus. So that's that's almost unheard of through five weeks of the season. That's insane. So zero before contact or zero yeah. after contact? Uh, zero yards before contact. Net rushing yards before contact this season. So, sure. um, before contact. So that means they just 
They just yeah, they get them in the back. They penetrate like nobody's okay. business. Got it. I, that sounds like a team you kind of root for, but the, I, I mean, I, I like penetration. Yeah, they, it really disrupts things, especially when it comes to running the football. Um, the weather is going to be a big factor. It's yeah. supposed to be rainy and, and crappy up there. It's going to be 15 to 25 mile an hour winds. It's going to be in the mid 50s. I mean, so. PJ Walker, don't turn the ball over, and you guys maybe have a chance. But obviously, that's that's the only reason why this this spread could come into play because and even the total yeah. turnovers. You know, turnovers. A defensive touchdown could definitely be in play for both sides. Honestly, mm-hmm. so if you like a little prop bet, maybe go for a defensive score. Yeah, you don't shove anymore. You got the other guy forward, but we'll see. I, I, uh, no, but no play on the side. <sighs> I stay away from. San I would. Francisco. I would stay. Yeah, I would stay away from this game. But if I had to pick a side, I'd probably go Cleveland just because it's so many points. Yeah. yeah. But again, maybe with our, you know, the way the year's been going, just got to pick the winner. So maybe we should pick San Fran. Pick the winner. Man. That's what it says. But so. I can't do it. I can't do it on this one. Not with San Francisco anyway. Uh, okay, next one. New Orleans at Houston. Uh, New Orleans is a one and a half point favorite on the road. Uh, right now, it's a forty-two point total. It's a little lower than I thought. But this is an under team. We've talked about. Many, many times that New Orleans doesn't give up more than 20 points, yada, yada. They did it again last week. We beat the living hell out of New England. We should have put that on the card. No kidding. Um, and I think we both liked it. I don't know why we did that. Anyway, New Orleans is 14-1 and one to the under in the last 15 games. So, yes, under could be in play. I like Houston again. I am like a Houston backer. I'm a Texan fan. Uh, plus one and a half at home. These teams, they played very solid. I'm not sure how Stroud's going to do against a really good defense like the Saints, but... I think the Houston defense is decent, so one and a half. I mean, I'll take it. See, I'm on opposite sides of you yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah I'm, going, I'm going. I'm going Favorite New guy. Orleans on this one. Uh, for one thing, their their color matchup is going to be superior. Oh, the color the, matchup. Yeah, this is going to be really nice big. with those with those whites. Hopefully, that's what the Saints where they do the white and gold. I think it'll do really well uh, with that blue and red matchup in the Texans home jersey. But regardless, I think. Uh, I think the offensive line, they've had four backups starting for Houston. I think that's really going to come into play now because obviously one of the strengths of the of the, the Saints is their defensive line playing just oh, yeah. the front seven in general. Yeah. Um, I think they could really take advantage of it. And I think they're starting to roll a little bit. I think They I played think, better last week, of course, New England. I mean, if you take the Green Bay game out where they where Derek Carr got hurt, I mean, mm-hmm. this team has really been playing well the last mm-hmm. two or three weeks. So I think, I think they're starting to get more of an identity. Alvin Kamara has come back. That's been a big difference on the offensive side of the ball for them. Uh, yeah, I like the Saints here. Okay, we'll go opposite, no problem. What about Indy and the Jags? This is in Jacksonville. Oh, Jags man. are four-point favorites at home, 44.5-point total. Here's the stat for you. The Colts haven't won yeah. in Jacksonville since 2014. Since Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was there. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You've got the Minshew revenge game, oh, sure, yeah. but I actually think this is going to work against the Colts. I really liked them last week, and they did, they did win the game. I like the type, you know, they kept flipping back, and you know, we I like when they were getting points. So I think the Minshew Mania, I love the dude, but I think that they're gonna have something for him. Now the Jags didn't take the bye after two weeks in, in London, so that's a factor, but I would lay the wood here uh, with the Jags minus four. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I think the Jags are gonna roll this week. I think they've played really well, and especially Trevor Lawrence has played really well the last mm-hmm. two weeks. He played arguably his best game last week against Buffalo. had a decent game. Yeah, ETN, they're gonna they're definitely gonna control the ball a little bit more here in this game, especially. Um, and Zay Jones, I think, is returning. Is he? He's Good. kind of the key to their offense. He's their, y, their X wide receiver. So when yeah, he he really deep. helps separate the field for Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Jacksonville and Cincinnati are some are two of the teams that could start really picking up steam here. And I know you were you were big on them early, and you know this could be kind of that. Uh, it was just that, that defining one game, moment. The damn Houston game. Yeah. Ruined my chances so, of a million dollars. I'm with you. I think the Prince is, is going to have a nice game here against Indy. Okay. Hey, look at that. We're on the same side. How about Carolina at Miami? Uh, you, you know, you're not wearing the Miami hat, but close enough. Uh, Miami's a three, 13.5 point favorite, 47.5 point total at home. This would probably be your survivor pick if you're out there still in survivor for the Finns. Um, look, Bryce Young put up some points last week. They were never really in that game against Detroit. I kind of feel like there could be. I mean, these are big numbers that Miami's covering. They did it again last week against the Giants, right? So I can understand why you would lay the points. I had to stay away from the total. I mean, it's just too many points, but Carolina is not great. That's for sure. I mean, you could one of the things you could bet as a prop, Adam Thielen, uh, anytime touchdown. The dude is scoring touchdowns every week. Yeah. 
No, definitely. Even with Andy Dalton, even with Bryce Young, doesn't matter who it is. But uh, our our new in depth rule has one and zero so far. So we take the Miami over every week. So okay. They okay. get hit last week if I remember. Forty seven and a half. Jeez. Um, yeah. D- again, Slow. this is. Uh, I don't know if I would take the number here. I really don't like it. Um, as a person who bet on Carolina last week, I, I I'm impaired, or I guess I'm you know obligated to tell you to take Miami this week. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I don't know. It's this, I don't see how this isn't a bloodbath, to be right. honest. But yeah, take the over, take Miami. End yeah. of story. Oh, Jeff Wilson Jr. should be coming off the yeah, IR. Yeah, so. I didn't have him open. Uh, Devon Achan or Achan. 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 Yeah. He's going to be out for. Is he out for good? No, he's. I might be out a couple weeks. Okay. They're looking maybe three or four. So yeah, which honestly, back. it won't be a big deal. They've got a nice stable running like, back. So he's like thirteen yards a touch. Yeah, he's like the third best. Uh, running back in fantasy, and he's only played three seasons or three games this year. So yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go more afternoon spots now. You got New England at the Raiders. The Raiders did win this weekend on Monday night against the Packers, even though I lost that bet. Uh, so the Pats are two and a half point dogs on the road, forty one and a half point total. Uh, I put quarterback change. I think Matt Jones is going to start, which I can't believe it. He's or Mac Jones is going to start. He stinks. Yeah. But you know. Belichick, who there's a lot of talk, maybe he's going to get fired. We know that's not going to happen, but there's talk about it. So you know the Raiders. I mean, they got they got something here. I would probably take the Pats plus the points, just because all this stuff just means Belichick's going to, you know, hammer it. But I can't really trust Mac Jones whatsoever. So I know I'm staying away from a lot of games this week, but this is a stay away spot for me. Actually, this is one of my favorite picks, too. I'll take the Raiders just because mm. the, the defense for the Patriots is obviously not as healthy yeah, as they'd like hurt. to. Um, they're out Judon, and they're out the really good um, Christian, Christian Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, Christian Gonzalez. I think this is a Devontae Adams game for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh McDaniels' revenge game. So that could And Jimmy G revenge game. So there's yeah, going to be a lot sure. of momentum, I think, on the Raiders' side. Um and the vibes are not high in New England right no, now. No, they're not. They're, there's there's no, no way they have. Not good vibes. There's no way you can feel good in the building either. It's it's got to be tough looking at the season as a whole. So I, mm-hmm. I like the Raiders here. I would I would tease this almost all the way up to five and a half. Wow. Um, and I, I think this is a well, really you can good tease spot. It. You can tease it up to if you take the six, you can go. You're, you're going you're going up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you're you're wait. You're taking the Raiders. You you wouldn't tease through the number. Oh no, we're gonna you're tease. Not, up. You're gonna tease. Oh up? yeah, we're gonna tease up. We get some better odds. Yeah, that's how good we feel about it. Okay. Yeah, we're it's gonna not, tease it's up. Not typical, but okay. No, that's okay. We take an unorthodox approach. So, but no, we definitely t- like the. Oh, even Jacoby Myers' revenge game. This you mean week. you mean you're teasing it? You're gonna go. Like I would take Raiders minus even five and a half. Oh, okay. Or six all points. line. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, if you want to sure. do that, that's. That's usually kind of, oh, so you're going to get better odds, yes. yes Alternate line. No <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're, you're going to tease it? I mean, yeah. usually teasing you going the way you want it, like the other way. But uh, All right, let's go to the next one. What do you know about which way I'm going? <laughs> no, no, any which way but loose, apparently. Uh, okay, so D- Detroit at Tampa Bay, the battle, you know, the, the Bay of Pigs, as they always used to call it. Um, so you've got, you've got three and a half point favorites for Detroit on the road, 43 and a half point total. Um, I don't know. It, it does get over the key number of three, and, and that's mostly the money. But it's kind of contrary. The The tickets are all in Detroit. Tampa's getting the money. I'm on the Tampa side here. I know you've sold me on the whole Tampa defense <laughs> and all. But I do think Detroit's really good, and this is going to be a prove it game for me in terms of a, a spread. I'll go against them here. Three and a half is a good, good number for a better, but also – they're coming off a bye. They should be as fresh as they can be. Detroit hasn't played a good defense in a while since Kansas City. So I'll I'll take the points at three and a half at home for Tampa. I think we're different on this one. I'm going to give the points on this one. For sure. I, I'm going to. I think I think Ben Johnson and Dan Campbell are much That's better. Great. I think they've got a big coaching mismatch here, especially with Ben Johnson. Um, I think he can take advantage of that Buccaneers defense. The weather shouldn't be an issue at all. It's nope. going to be in the 80s. It, it was going to be raining, by the way, in that Miami game. So they they're expecting two to three inches of rain. Well, that's why the total over the, went over the forecast. Just mm-hmm. to let just to let the folks know, just okay. in case that way if you if you're betting that over, yeah, yeah. it doesn't hit. You know Absolutely. Um, so just to let you know there, but I think Detroit's gonna. I think this is the the coming out party. I think. Okay. I, I thought last week was kind of the prove it because I mean it's probably been decades since they've been favored by ten plus points or so. So oh, yeah. they come out and cover and actually take care of business the way that. Good football teams are supposed to. What did you say? Good teams win. Great, great teams, teams cover. Great teams cover. Yeah. So they're a great team. And you know, obviously they got Jared Goff, the greatest ever. Do they it. got my ten to one um, on NFC championship. <laughs> so no so, problem. But yeah, I think this is a good Detroit spot. Uh, 
Baker Mayfield was down in you know the Red Rebel rivalry last week, so oh yeah, you got you fired know, up. He might be uh, he might be a little sleepwalky from from that, and uh, you know might be a letdown spot for the Bucks. And yeah, we'll see. Okay, we'll find out. We're on opposite sides here again. So Arizona at the Rams. Uh, Rams are laying seven points at home, uh, forty-eight point total. I don't love it. I think that the Rams are playing good, but Arizona's been pretty feisty, or what do you cut frisky, as you say. I, I think I like Arizona with the points here, even though everybody's betting on the Rams. So originally it was in my picks. Uh, I, re, I withdrew it. So I'm not in my top five in terms of Arizona plus the seven, but I would probably do that, take the seven if, if I had to. Maybe my sixth choice of the week. Oh, man, I'm taking the Rams. Of course you are. 100%. James Connors, hurt. he's not going to play. Um, okay. I think I think Arizona's now in tank mode. I think okay. they I think, I think they came out mode. they came out frisky in September. Obviously, they beat the Cowboys. They got, they got their win. They were in a couple you know a couple I guess battles if you will. But mm-hmm. now I think after from a team standpoint, once you keep going up against good team after good team after good team, and you keep coming up short as a whole, I think it starts to like wear on the mentality. Okay. It's, a, it's a young coaching staff. Cooper Cup's coming back. The Rams have still something to play for. I think Aaron. I think this is the Aaron Donald week. Their defense played much better last week. I think they're going to continue that this week. I think this is a divisional road dog plus seven. Okay, yeah. minus seven. Okay. I like the, I like the Rams here. I think this is a really good spot for them. All right, is that one your top five? Yeah, that one's going to be my top four. Oh, wow. Absolutely, our top four. That's right. All right, so let's go Philadelphia at the Jets. The Jets are seven point dogs at home against the mighty Eagles. Forty and a half point total. Really low total. Total went down by two. I'm not sure if that the weather is related to that too, but. Uh, I'm staying away from the Eagles here. I do like the Jets, but I'm not going to do it. I think against that defensive line, Wilson's going to have some trouble. So, classic stay away spot for Jimmy Weggs, even though <laughs> I keep backing the Jets until you tell me tell me not to. That's fair. I mean, with a defense like that, it's hard not to. Because seven points is quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is my stay game, stay away game of the week. If I had mm-hmm. to pick one. Um, I, I would take Philly. I'd give you the seven. Sure. The weather's not going to be the greatest. It's going to be a fifty percent chance of rain. You're going to have twelve to fifteen mile an hour winds. So. Uh, you know, Brees Hall is probably going to have get the ball quite a bit, but yeah, yeah, I think to your point, the front seven of the Eagles is going to be so good, and I think the weak spot of this Jets team is obviously their offensive line. So I would take the under here. I see maybe like mm-hmm. a 28-10 game, just okay. really ugly. Um, so I, at that That's point, I guess you would take the Eagles and take yeah. the under if you're going to take it. But yeah, it's seven. It's just it's a tough number. Don't feel know. great about it for sure. Yeah, and I think that's the contest number too. So it's yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a contest number. So. Stay away, action, if you're listening. Okay, uh, Sunday Night Football, this was a great game at some point, apparently. Giants at the, at the Bills. Um, Bills laying 14.5 points in this one, 44.5 point total. Now look, the Bills have a ton of injuries, so I cannot lay it. Even though we know the, when the Bills win, they win big. We know that. If you think they're going to win the game, lay the points. But 14.5, good God. That's a lot of points, and the Giants have been abysmal. There's no question. No arguing that, but I think that 14 and a half is just too many points. Really? You think 14 and a half is too in Buffalo? Yes, yeah. absolutely. There are injuries. They've got injuries all over that defense now. I would agree with you. The Jags, went, they had like 500 yards of offense last week on them. So you're saying that Daniel Jones is kind of in the same classification as Trevor Lawrence? Did I hear that correctly? Well, he had a good year last year. Yeah, he did. I don't know what happened this year. But he is playing on the road, so that does help He's your great argument. on the road. He is much better on the road than he is at and home. He runs more on the road. I, I would, uh, I would, I would take Buffalo here. I, okay. I would lay the points as well. Um, the Giants' defense has been so bad this year. It's right down there with Denver as far as analytics they are and bad. stopping people. They're terrible. Um, and I think Buffalo's gonna be in a bad mood. They just lost to Jacksonville. If if Buffalo had beaten Jacksonville, I think I'd be with you on that okay. side. I think there's, I think there's gonna be urgency in the building. I think there's a lot of rumors around the the Stephon Diggs. Even Josh Allen came out and kind of said that, hey, we're tired of all this crap and asking what's going on. Like everything's cool, we're just gonna play football. So just beat the hell out of right? him. Right. <laughs> so like, you I, don't think this is like the Dable revenge game? No, no. I think Dable's got way too many other problems to worry about than the revenge game factor. He's okay. got to worry about how in the hell he's gonna keep his quarterback alive because okay. he's got about two seconds to make a decision. So. And even with the, I think the Buffalo, even with the injuries, their defensive line is still good. That's the deepest part of that team. So hopefully they can come back and establish their run game. This would be a good game to, to get that going. We'll see. So. Besides Josh Allen running. Right. All right, last game, Monday Night Football, Dallas against the Chargers. Uh, Dallas is a two-and-a-half point favorite on the road, 15-and-a-half point total. Sounds like we're on opposite sides already. <laughs> I believe in the I got embarrassed, we're going to play better game for the most part. So I think Dallas is going to win this game. Outright, uh, I mean, obviously they're favorite, so they're going to cover this total or cover the spread easily, two and a half. 
Uh, the total, I don't know. I, I think it's going to go under. I think both these offenses can be electric, but if the defense plays right, then it definitely can can work in their fashion. I do like the Chargers in general, you know, but I don't trust. These are two coaches I don't trust, that's for sure, in late game <laughs> situations. But I don't think it's going to come to that. I think Dallas is going to win this game pretty easily. Oh, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Even. Wow. This will be an all-spread game for me. Gotcha. But well, see, the, I'll take the two. The problem with your theory is, is if you're a good team, you have to have a good quarterback to come back and not oh, be embarrassed. Boy. So the, oh, the problem is, is that Dallas doesn't have that great of a quarterback. So yeah, yeah. I think here you, I think I like the Chargers. I like their pass rush. I like their. I think, like I said, their the Kellen Moore revenge game is also another big yeah. factor in this. I think Kellen Moore's got something to prove. Um, and I think this is the, the game where you're going to notice a big difference in philosophy of Dallas versus what they've kind of lost with Kellen Moore. Yeah. And I think that's going to be very telling. That's true. Games. It's a revenge game. They're getting out uh, Austin Eckler back this week that's as true. well. That's true. Good point. Um, Dallas is on the short week from Monday. I don't know if they I don't know if they stayed or they, they stayed out in California or if they went back and traveled. Um, I need to do my homework. No, they, they did because uh, what's his name? McCarthy hasn't left. The oh, building. that's right. He hasn't left. So I, again, short week. They're traveling to SoFi. It's obviously going to be pretty much a home game for Dallas just because yes, the, every true. Chargers game is that way but I, I like the Chargers here I really okay. I think this is a I think this is a good spot for them they're gonna have to kind of make up for that week one blunder against Miami and I think they're moving in the right direction all right another opposite game we'll, we'll <laughs> note these later but uh, it isn't one of my picks it is one of my top five so let's go over the, the top four or five in my case so my five picks right now Baltimore minus the four in London uh, we've got Houston plus one and a half at home uh, Jacksonville minus four against Indy. I like Tampa plus three and a half at home against. Uh, who are they playing again? <laughs> Who's that? The number. Oh. Tampa. Oh, Tampa's playing against uh, Detroit. Detroit, right. And then uh, I like Dallas on the road minus two and a half in the contest. I think it's two, but two and a half. Uh, against the Chargers in your top four. And I've noticed too that uh, if I would have taken our our uh, opposite our picks? big game uh, last two weeks, I'm like like I'm like six or uh, I'm like eight and two, I think. Yeah, you're doing yeah. pretty good. So especially stick with it. so this week, I'm going to take the games that we're going against. Each okay, other. And ironically, okay. we have the four, so I'm going to take New Orleans plus uh, excuse me, minus one and a half. I'm yep. going to take Detroit minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Rams at minus seven, and I'm going to take the Chargers at plus two and a half. There you go. You'll go four and zero. So hopefully that it that, that just means that this is I mean, maybe the week that everything flips and goes. Yeah, one of the games is not on my card, but we'll see. I, you know, action talks me talks some sense into me. It's <laughs> usually so. Um, so that's great. Well, hey, we're gonna go to this happier now. We're running a little late. Everybody's texting me now. It's what happens. Uh, I'm going to Manaqua for a wedding this week, and I leave tomorrow afternoon, and I drive up, and I'll be in the great north woods so that should be a lot of fun and then apparently you have a date night yeah Callie put date night together so I don't really know what we're doing yet oh so she's planning it yeah so she planned date night we'll see what happens she texted okay. me like two weeks ago and asked me what I had going on on this Friday so we'll definitely see what happens uh, I have no idea but we'll we'll cross our fingers and, and hope for the did best did she tell you the attire no I guess I should ask maybe I'll ask when we get Can there for our social hour little, little, our, little plug in hey what do we have to wear for this this is tomorrow or Saturday no this is tomorrow this okay. is Friday so we'll definitely nice. see you there um, Saturday we're doing a little indoor a little so, oh, yeah, uh, you'll miss, yeah you'll miss out on, on indoor I'm always missing out on indoor so. yeah well that's too bad I gotta you know we gotta get the uh, the beach body ready for next year already well so. I'm working on the slim down yeah, yeah. but I'm, we're gonna roll some dice probably the following week so okay we've talked about it but yeah Luke promised me he's gonna go. He always says. Oh, really? That. He says yeah, he still owes me on my my payup too. I meant you mentioned that on Sunday oh. that he was paying out. Okay, that's right. Where's the payup? Yeah, the payup? He's, he owes me a six pack still. I believe he does. Yeah. He does. He was gonna try to pay you in like Miller Lights at the bar. I think you want a craft beer. Oh, do I? Well, I don't know. What do you want? Nah, I would much rather Guinness maybe. Oh, Guinness. Yeah, yeah that's I would. Bad. I mean. A six pack is a six pack. Honestly, it's six more about, pack is not a six pack. It's you're more gonna get about, Natty Light. It's right. gonna be like six dollars. Well, you're missing the point. It's more about like the fact that he has to give me said six pack <laughs> is where all that kind of you know okay. that satisfaction comes in. Is like okay, hey, yeah, you, do we both know why you're doing this? You know, that's kind of the fun of it. Like the walk of shame. I yeah, know. there you go. Just yeah. to remind him, you know, like hey, Luke, remember that time? Remember that time at yeah. Beachhead? You gave me a six pack in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter. Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can check me out uh, on Instagram at Dalton Cooper. Uh, I'm obviously Coop on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Obviously, you said you heard it here. We're the Side Action Pod. Until next week, hopefully we're back in the uh, the Ridge Studio. Yeah, we I'm should sure. be. I guess Sheridan. I'm be flying Ridge. back from Jersey, but we should be able to do it that night. So yeah. we'll see you guys then. Love you guys. Thanks everybody. That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. 
We appreciate all of your listens and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Intro and outro and transition music credits. Song titles, Jerry 5 and District 4 by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.org. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0. CreativeCommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0.